Hey, sweetheart, this is what I want you to do. I really need your help, okay? I want you to speak into the vision. Speak into everything that God has said to you, shown you, revealed to you, any vision, any dream, because the time is at hand, okay? Speak into it, declare and decree over it, give God thanks for it, feed it, because I'm carrying it. This is the third day I've been carrying so heavy. I'm feeling the full weight of the glory of God on the inside of me. It's not time to deliver the manifestations yet. But at any time, I feel like I'm about to bust. The angels are clearly walking around me. You know, like it's this, it's just like a natural pregnancy. And my body is actually responding that way because of the spiritual pregnancy. It's just that powerful. And I told you days ago that I'm just so drained. I'm so tired, not able to sleep sometimes. You know, everything, my whole, everything was changing up on me. And it's nothing but your body just going through the steps that is, you know, just because of the developmental things that's going on on the inside, spiritually. That my body is responding to it naturally. And I'm declaring God's word over it. I'm feeding this vision with words of wisdom. I want you to speak words of life and guidance concerning what I'm carrying. Because you are a part of it. And it is a part of you. I'm very emotional right now. The symptoms are that real. Naturally. <laughs> And God grant me the favor of, you know, to get me, you know, a little energy because he really wants me to rest. Because when I'm sleeping, God said I'm nourishing the vision and I'm causing it to grow and expand even more, which means I'm becoming more aware of things I haven't seen yet. That's already on the inside. And I'm, it caused, it's so heavy that I can barely stand. I don't feel about three times today. It's, it's weighing me down to the point I can't even stand up long. I'm not even able to leave out the house right now. Because I wouldn't even be able to stand long to even walk past my porch. My son going with his dad this weekend. I'm glad it's his weekend because I really wanted company. Because it's like I, I can get nervous and God said, don't be afraid of sudden fear. And, I, and honestly, I was afraid to be by myself going through all of this supernatural encounters because it's not normal. And I'm by myself going through the, the not normal, the abnormal things, which are supernatural things. Powerful. Seeing God like never before. And God want me alone. And I really was wishing you were here. To go through this with me. But God said he is going through it with you. He's there. He's with you. I have you to tell him things so he can you know what to do. Regarding what he's hearing. And sweetheart. I have so many um, inboxes about how amazing you are as a woman. You are so honest. You're so chill. You're so prophetic. You're so anointed. You're fun to be around. You have a great sense of humor. You pretty much allow people to know that it's fun to live a life with God. 
There are no restrictions. There are no limitations. But we know what to do and not to do as a new creature, new creation. And I thank God that a lot of people are starting to feel comfortable with their spirituality individually within. Because we've always been told what to do, what not to do, what we can do. And we never verified it because we just listened to what we, you know, the orders. And that's nothing but they are, they orders. We didn't even, didn't even seek God regarding it. Is it true or not? We're just so used to doing it because that's what everybody else is doing. That's what we've been told to do from people that we love so much. And God is changing all those things around because God is like, I never said that. I didn't say that. You know, that's what man said. That's what, that's what you know, religious mindsets be saying. That's what wrong theology says. Wrong mythology says. But I'm on here quickly because I have a Zoom meeting in 26 minutes. I want you to speak into what I'm carrying. Because this morning I was like, God, I'm about to push this thing out. If it's about to come out, God said it's not going to come out until it's time. You don't know when that time nor the hour. But just... You know, feed it while you're carrying it. Enjoy carrying this powerful vision that's about to come to pass. And it's on the inside of me. And I can feel it. It's like I'm carrying around a basketball made of steel. (laughs) Yeah. It's heavy. Yeah. I was like, God, I wish he was here to go through this with me. It's like I'm very emotional. I feel like I'm really pregnant, though. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I want him to be here with me, a part. It's like I'm about to give birth to a baby. No, it's a vision, but it's powerful than all of that. You understand? I'm very emotional right now. This is the third day it's been like this. I don't know when is it time to push. I'm not even going to, you know, to focus on it. But this morning, I was like really trying to get this thing out. So I can go back to being my normal self. <laughs> well, not, you know, my regular routine. Because I've never been so drained, so tired. God want me to rest so much. You know, he want me to rest so much during this time. And he, trust me, I'm not able to do nothing but rest for real. And God grant me the energy to get myself together for this meeting I'm about to have. And to see my son off when he go to his dad. And then as soon as he leaves, you know, there it is. Just rest, rest, rest. Relax and rest. And it's not for everybody to hear. I'm talking to you. And I'm, I'm just so over anything else other than me talking to you. I'm talking to you. You hear me? I love you. God put me on here to talk to you. And I'm doing that. Disregarding anything in between. I'm talking to you, my sweetheart. And God says at hand, yeah. I had Christ stood over me in glory. And he put his hands on my belly. It's just like a when a, a woman is naturally pregnant, you go to a gynecologist and 
They check the, you know, the position of the baby, the weight, the size, and the ultrasounds and all those things. And Christ was pretty much touching my stomach, making sure the vision is, you know, where it's supposed to be. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do regarding it. You know, it's growing properly on the inside of me. Doing all of that. And the angels are letting me know we're here. And the reason why they're letting themselves be well known, because I don't want to feel like I'm alone. Even though, you know, I'm not, but naturally, I wish I had your company. Yes. Because it's, we don't know how powerful we really are. And I know you can see a lot of in me that I don't even see. And it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's okay. I'm okay. And guess who's, and guess who's cheering me on? Esther. Yeah, and one thing about Esther, I didn't even know. Esther, she's like this. There are no excuses with Esther. No, she's like a sergeant, like a, a queen, like a, a what you call it, a beauty pageant sergeant. <laughs> it's like her personality don't go with her look. You would thought that she was quiet, shy. No, no, she's very dominant. <laughs> yeah, because she knows about her dominion. And she's pretty much like, no, you're fine. You're okay. No excuses. Praise. Pray. Do you know what's happening to you? You know, stuff like that. You know, she won't let me just lie around and weep and no, get up. <laughs> Praise. Now she's so big. She's no excuses with Esther. No. And God said, Quenisha, you remind me so much of Esther. Your look don't go with what comes out your mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's been told to me many times when I went to go minister at different churches and stuff. They're like, you about, to, you about to preach? You about to say something? What you, what you want to say, baby? <laughs> what you going to say, honey? It's just a you know, pretty little thing, stuff like that. We always are older ones. And as soon as I open my mouth, they're like, the jaws we drop. And I, I got to stay focused and continue to minister. But I'm going to laugh so much because they're like, shut the back door. You understand? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What time is it? I got 20 minutes. Yes, I'm feeling better. Yeah. My appetite is very picky, but I want you to feed the vision with words of wisdom, okay? I would love to eat some of your food right now. I want some of your home-cooked food like you did when I seen you you fix something for your friend and came in town. I want that. Can I have some of that? Can you, you, could bring me, you could bring me a plate. You could drop me off a plate. Nothing wrong with that. Yes, bring me a plate. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bring me a plate. I would love for you to be here with me going through this. Yeah. But God has comforted me so much because, you know, naturally I'm by myself with this. Yeah. It's good to be away with God. It is. But then there's times when you want, you know, physical contact. Yeah. I love you. I love you so much. Yeah, I feel like I'm about to bust. Like this thing about to come out. All these manifested, you know, visions coming out at once. And all of it coming out at once. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. It requires me to sleep a lot. 
Yes, sweetie. Yes, Buka. I'm so emotional right now. I'm so affectionate. I just want to hug you and just stay like that. Yeah. I wonder, did I ever hug you in the past? Like, you know, a brotherly hug? Did I ever hug you? Did I? I don't know. But I never would let that go when you pulled me closer to you. I'm not letting that go. <laughs> and I bet you didn't tell nobody you did that. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> anyway, how you did it though? I, I, I just could. I was like, what? <laughs> you stay looking down on your phone and just reached your your right your right hand and just pull me closer. Like, stay over here, stay in your lane. Yeah, I said, well, he's territorial. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I know where I belong. I belong with you. I'm not going anywhere. I don't want to go anywhere. There is nowhere else to go. I can only be how I'm created. I'm not created to go elsewhere. I'm with you. I'm in love with you. You ready to get married now? Come on, let's go to Bahamas now. Come on, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's get married now. Come on. That Jagged Edge song came to mind. Let's get married. Leave <laughs> me at the altar with your white dress. Yeah. I um I just wanna, you know, I love you, Buka. Yeah, I'm ready to go there now. I'm on I'm I'm my way over there. I'm gonna go down there. You know what I'm saying? You come when you come. They all right. You understand? <laughs> but I love you. Yeah. Yeah, thank God for you know, grant me the favor. You know, the tiredness is going away a little bit, being drained. You know, God, you know, he have mercy on me and ease it up a little bit. Because he know Q don't be drained the top, but he knows Q is carrying this heavy load that she's about to push out. You know, it's at hand. Everything is at hand with you and I. For everyone around us. But before I get off of here, I want us to really, really have mercy on people, period. We can't say that. Even though a person who commits a crime and do bad deeds to innocent people, yeah, it's, it's a bad decision. But we don't call anyone bad. Because everyone created, you know, because of good. And it works out for their good. You know, and there are so many people guided me to get on live like, what, two weeks ago. And talk about, you know, let's... Lift up people's mental abilities. Because a lot of people is not stable. Everybody don't know how to let things go. Everybody don't know how to write things down. Everybody don't pray. Everybody don't seek God. Everybody, you know, don't forgive currently. And there are people who's actually holding grudges way back from childhood. And it's affecting their mental ability. Now they get to the point now, there's so many crimes now, even as the days ago, where it's more mass shootings. People just going and just killing innocent people. And going places where there are many people just to shoot up many people. And then some of them take the gun and put them on themselves. A guy just but days ago. He had some type of surgery done or some procedure done and he wasn't healing like he wanted to heal. Something that the doctor did that he was upset about. And he went there, he wrote a letter that I'm about to go to this hospital and kill the doctor. Because I'm not healing properly. 
went there, killed the receptionist, the nurse, the doctor, and some other people. It was, you know, brought to my attention. And then killed himself. You understand? That's not normal. If it's not God's voice we're listening to, it's Satan's voice. So people that's walking around being tormented by the voice of Satan, telling them to carry these evil, horrific acts, and they're obeying him. We cannot say, you are Batman, you are a murderer, I can't stand you, you deserve to die, you deserve to be punished. Where's the mercy? Now, what you did was wrong. There's no excuse for your actions. But how does that look out of your body from just committing that horrific crime in the presence of glory? And you think Christ's not going to mention to you what you've done? To let you know that that was not okay? Before you even think to get to the Father, you have to address some things with Christ. He's not going to dismiss you because your knee bowed and confessed. But we think that we just going to have a simple conversation with Christ. Even if you, you know, you walking in your purpose. I see these encounters. I see him all the time. He shows me all, all kinds of things all day long. And it's not just a small conversation. It's a long, loving, merciful conversation. It's not about him telling you things that you're going to re- that you will regret. You could have did this, but you didn't and did this. No. He's going to call you by your name. Let you know what you were called to do. Have you free from any hurts or pain. Let you know the truth from what you thought was not. For those who've been misunderstood, for like anybody, sweetheart, that you misunderstood or misunderstood you or thought a lie over you or really believe a lie that was told against you, the truth, if they don't know that truth in his presence, it's going to be exposed. He's going to say that wasn't true with such and such said about this person. And, and it's a long encounter. You're talking with him. You're, you're communing with him. You're worshiping him. And, He's talking to you about who you are, making all your wrongs right before you even get to the Father. And that's for everybody, even like for me, the, the part of my body, it would be a conversation like, I'm so proud of you. You did this, you did that, you let that go. You know what I really enjoyed the most? When you did this and how you blessed this person. You remember that? It's not just. You are Lord Jesus. Okay, go to the Father, you're in the kingdom. No, every encounter is dear to Christ. He's speaking to you. He may have a song for you. He may sing a song to you. He may sing one of your favorite songs to you in this encounter as you depart your body. Because when my grandfather when my grandfather departed his body, the first thing Christ had him to do is to know she is the one. Your granddaughter is the one. In the bloodline to carry out the anointing that you forgot about. And he was shocked because I was the one treated less. 
the one to be overlooked because I was so shy and quiet and you know, small all the time. Huh? And he begins to feel regretful. Like all this time I could have spent with her and, and parted into her and I didn't want to be with her and do nothing with her. I was so angry. She left my church and you know, I cut her off. She's the one. Yes. And my grandfather had a baton and he just passed it to me. And I grabbed it and didn't let him let go because I said, no, we're going to carry this thing out together. And he looked at me with tears in his eyes like, I understand. Now I see why you touched. Now I see why you have a mantle. Now I see why you're anointed. Now I see why he's spiritual. Now I see why you have the favor of God. Now I see why he's on you that way because of your heart. Your heart is pure. You're never a grudge holder. I never was. You could go around this whole planet for anybody who ever met me. No one would say anything that Q was mean to me. Q disrespected me. Q, no, I never did. I could be getting disrespected and still love on a person who's trying to tear me down. Every time I went home and cried. But I get back in front of their presence and I still be around them. Being told I couldn't, I wouldn't. No one, I always knew my giftings as no one had to come around and stop being so selfish and give God my life completely. Things that have been done to me, still forgiving the people. I not even told most of the people what they, what I know that they did. What I know they have done. And I just hug on them and love on them anyhow. They have no clue that I know what they did. You understand? And when you have a heart of a servant, it's not just a servant unto Christ because a servant unto Christ is a servant of humanity as well because we serve one another. That's how we serve Christ. So how can we serve Christ if we don't serve one another? We have to serve each other. That is serving him. So if you don't do that, then you don't do that. We got to be mindful what we say about people's, you know, intentions and the things that they do that's negative. You're a bad person. You deserve to go to hell and this, that, and the other. God said that's the worst thing someone can ever say. It's to wish someone to go to hell. I say, what's the best thing someone can say? What must I do to be saved? I even ask God. God don't have any favorites because he's the creator of everything. I say, I asked him what's his favorite color. And you know what he said? <laughs> spirit. That was his answer. Spirit. <laughs> okay, God. <laughs> you understand? He's being very sweet with me right now because you know I'm going, it's a lot going on the inside of me. A lot of transformation. Prophetically, everything. It's just that everything coming to pass, what he already said, that was prophecies. 
giving birth to prophecy, sweetheart. I'm giving birth to your dreams, <laughs> your visions that he's shown you that I'm not even aware about, but I'm a part of. All of that is on the inside of me. Your giftings on the inside of me. Everything. I'm carrying everything as one. And it's all coming out at the same time. And the time is at hand. You understand? A spiritual birth in pregnancy is a lot similar to a natural, you know, pregnancy and natural birth. But it's just not a baby. It's a vision. Hallelujah. I love you. I really wish you was here. I'm so like, I'm so clingy to you right now. I'm so clingy to you. I just want to be under you right now. I want to be under you. And I hope I don't be like that when I do curry naturally. You understand? Because where I'm feeling, I do not want to feel like that. I couldn't keep nothing down last night. I don't want to feel like that. It's like, it feels like it's a natural thing going on, but it's spiritual. It just affected my natural body due to everything that's going on, you know, on the inside of me. I don't want to go through no nauseousness and all of that. You know, being clingy and emotional and tired. I don't want to go through that. I didn't go through that with my son, you know. I declare right now that I won't go through that. Yeah. I love you so much. Yes. I love you so, so, so much. You have, you're going to have an amazing, amazing child. Your first child, amazing. I cannot speak for after that. I'm only speaking of what God keeps showing me so much now. So amazing. And I'm going to follow every instruction God has given me so far. And the rest to come. But I don't do anything without you. I trust you with my life. I trust you with my heart, my soul, my spirit, my mind. Every part of me, I trust you with it. And God trusts you that much to put me in your hands. Me in your care. To make sure that everything runs smoothly as well as I make sure the same. Okay, I love you so much. My meeting is in four minutes. Just continue to speak into the vision I'm carrying because everything that God said to you is on the inside of me now. Okay, so thank you for praying for me and lifting me up. Yes. I thank God for everything. I don't drink wine, I mean, you know, occasionally it's like every blue moon, very special occasion. 
You know, it got to be very special. You know, it's, ve it's very rare that I would. And right now, God is having me to feel doing this time before I push, don't take anymore. You understand? I got to be, you know, with nothing for real. Hallelujah. I thank God for everything. Going to see my dad. I haven't seen him in over 15 years. And then my sister, she's seeking, you know, the help that she needs. These are two powerful miracles. And so I celebrated yesterday. And God said to me, I want you to get on live and tell people that I never said that it was sinful to drink wine. Because many people know that it's okay, but they don't want to be judged, thinking that they cannot, and they hide and do it. And God wants me to open up people a lot to be honest about and be happy and be free about your, your walk and what you do. You understand? Seriously. God really wanted that way. Because there are too many of us feel like we're not comfortable enough to be, you know, not saying parade up and down, look at this bottle. No. Many of us, you know, hiding. You know, we could be at a dinner table and a bottle of wine or glass of wine be there or move out the, move out the picture. We don't want nobody to see that. But what's the reason? And then people that's drinking wine who want to pretend that they don't, slipping up. <laughs> you understand? So God has had me to feel, help people, excuse me, to feel comfortable regarding that. And I got a lot of messages, but don't, don't get it twisted now. Don't go, don't go overboard. Don't indulge. And don't do anything that will cause you to go backwards. That's for any of us. You understand? But I uh, thank God for using me in that way. I got a lot of responses on Messenger, you know, inboxes. And I just thank God for that. You know, they was like, thank you, because I was hiding, you know. People had me thinking that, you know, I'm wrong for, you know, drinking wine and, you know, said I can't wear this and eat that and, you know, things like that. But I just thank God for this being a blessing. But I love you. Continue to speak to the vision. Yes, I wish I could be under you right now. I so want to be under you. Yes, let me get this meeting going. Let me get this paper and pencil in case I got to take some notes. I love you so much. Greater is he who's in us, my love, than he who is in the world. I love you.